This is Father Sun Galaxy. I am Kerwin. This is Keith. Hello. We are back. All right. We're well, back talking for about a little Marvel. Bit, I'm, I, I might not be back for this entire stream. I'm, I'm going to be slipping through the past. I know. That looked painful. We're going to talk about oh, that. Oh, it felt painful. All right. Now, we're talking about Marvel again. Remember the last time we spoke about Marvel series, the last Marvel series? Secret Invasion, right? I'm gonna grab my lightsaber. Okay, all I'm right. Burn down. The no, books no, of don't, no, no. My ears. Leave my ears alone. Don't, I'm gonna don't burn touch down my ears. the Jedi books of knowledge. Okay, all right. We let's forget about. I'm gonna become Yoda. We're not here to talk about Secret Invasion. We are here to talk about Loki season two. I hope you watched it because it is a spoiler review. Let me grab my lightsaber. Thank you, everyone, for on the live stream. Um, if you're new to the channel, thank you. We we ask you to like and subscribe. If you're on Instagram, thank you so much for being on Instagram and do the same, you know, like us on Instagram, uh, follow us on Instagram, like us on the YouTube channel. All right. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. All right. So before we get into Loki season two, let's do a recap of Loki season one. All right. Loki escapes custody in Avengers Endgame using the Tesseract. All right. And he disappears and end up in another place and is arrested by the TVA. The TVA is a time variant authority whose job is to protect the sacred timeline. Anyone who deviates the sacred timeline and creates a branch in the timeline, causing a multiverse, is called a variant. Loki is arrested. He's a variant. He's arrested by Hunter B-15. Uh, she is one of the, the Minutemen, they call, who military that works for the TVA. And her team uh, charges him as a variant. He's charged with crimes committed against the, 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 the timeline. B-15 resets the timeline, the branch disappears, and the sacred timeline remains, right? That is the mm -hmm. plan, to keep the sacred timeline going. So Agent Mobius of the TVA asks Loki to help him find another Loki variant who's taken out Minutemen. And that turns out to be Sylvie, who's the second big character in the show. And Loki and Sylvie team up, and they expose the TVA as a fraud. And everyone working for the TVA is also a variant. They've made decisions based on their own free will, or not anymore. The TVA stole their lives and wiped their memories and made them soldiers for their army. Yeah, that's right. So Loki and Sylvie find the mastermind behind the TVA, is not the three mythical gods that were said to create the sacred timeline. Those right. are animatronics. Yes. But it's he who remains an all-powerful, all-knowing being. He offers Loki and Sylvie the choice to either rule the TVA or take him out and open up a new multiverse. Loki and Sylvie are split on the decision. Loki wants to keep him alive, but Sylvie thinks she could call his bluff. She messed around and she found out, and that's where season one ends. <laughs> she did. Sylvie took it into her own hands and she End destroyed He Who Remains. And because of that, we've got many of them. Many Kangs, many He Who Remains, whatever name he wants to give himself. He is now in control of the multiverse. And there are massive branches coming out of the timeline, which Luke. is something that the TVA did not want. Okay, so because that leaves us. Destroy the so now, timeline. all right. So at the the very the very last scene of the the last episode of season one, Sylvie banishes Loki into another portal. Don't know where he is, but he manages to get back to the TVA, and he wants to alert Agent Mobius and B fifteen to let them know that we're all in danger. And they don't remember. They have no idea who he is. All right. We find out 
in the beginning of season two, episode one, why that is. And then we're going to talk about time slipping. All right. So this time slipping, very interesting. We saw this in the trailers and we had no idea what was going on. But, you know, you know, Loki's at a point where he can't control it. I mean, he moves from future, past, present, doesn't matter. It looks painful, as I said earlier. Oh, he's just ripping. It's like his, his slipping, slipping, slipping. More like slipping. ripping, ripping, he is, ripping. He is slipping and slipping and slipping into the future. Slipping and sliding. Into the past, into the present. And, I mean, it looks like his, mm-hmm. his skin is getting pulled in different directions. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I'll be honest. I'm afraid of Kang. Like, you think? Character-wise, I am becoming more afraid of him than I was in Quantumania. Tell me why. I'm not saying Quantumania is bad, but like in this, in Loki season two... It feels more like Kang is a god, and he's the ruler. He is everything. Like, we see all these statues of Kang. We see his face in the meeting room. We see that there's a huge pillar of him right in the center of the TVA. You know, everything has to do with Kang. And he's so powerful. Like, even Loki feels powerless to stop him. Right. And you said earlier, you know, in the first season, we thought the TVA was ruled by these three timekeepers. Right, and we find they out they turned out to be animatronics. They don't even exist. FNAF movie. Yeah, they don't even exist. These timekeepers, and it's interesting that at the beginning of the season, first was you know talking about season one, there are statues of these timekeepers everywhere. But as soon as he who remains is destroyed, and those multi branches are coming out of nowhere, they mm. are replaced by Kang, the statue of exactly. Kang. Exactly. Very very powerful. Yes, but he you is. You know what was crazy? Yeah. Loki ran into that meeting room and he's like time flipping it all and he prunes the wall and we see all those statues of Kang and it's like exactly because Loki went into with the time slipping he went into the future and saw that the war room just had uh, statues or not statues but these models of Kang all over the wall so when he went back to the present it wasn't there right and then you're right as it was well, it was you know behind what? the yeah. It was is behind he emerging that. timelines, or has that always existed? Is who is Kang merging? No, timelines? like did did that did the images of Kang always exist behind that wall, or I, is that him blending timelines? Well, I think it existed ever since uh, Sylvie took him yeah, out, I hope so. and and the timeline, the branches just went. Overboard. I mean, there are branches all over the place. I think that's when it happened. All um, right. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about. So Mobius is concerned about Loki. He needs Mobius to find strip. out. Strip. Yeah. And he, yeah. Get it. Mobius, like the Mobius strip, it never really ends. It's like the infinity sign. Oh, okay. I've never heard of that. He doesn't age either. Like there's a throwaway line in the episode where we see that, you know, um, Mobius and Ouroboros have apparently been working at the TVA for like 400 years. Yeah, that's true. We'll get and to that. And by the way, Ouroboros is supposed to be a symbol of eternity. It's like okay. a snake or a serpent <laughs> yes. eating its tail. Mm-hmm. Like wholeness and divinity. Yeah. Which means... What do you think that means? I, I don't know. Maybe maybe they're eternal. Could be. Okay. All right. So we'll, we'll let's talk about that. Let's get into that. All right, so Mobius is a concern about Loki. He's trying to figure out, you know, why Loki continues to disappear without notice. So he goes to see this person who apparently works at the very bottom of the building in the dwelling, dwelling down there, right? 
persons. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. parts and requisitions. Yes, 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 right? Yeah, yeah, parts and requisitions. Repairs um, and re- advancement. Repair, repairs and advancement. I was so far and they And they and they take him all the way down. I mean, he's down in the cellar. And they find this person named Ouroboros, played by Oscar winner, Kihi Kwan, right? Kihi Kwan fits right in. He fits like a glove in, in this series. I love his character. We're going to be talking about him a lot more. Should have brought him back for Indiana Jones. Well, okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. A lot of people felt that way. All right. So Arboris, OB, okay, is his nickname that's given to Loki in the past. Um, has apparently worked in RNA for 400 years. Now, one thing I recall, unless I missed something, Keith, we know that in the first season, Loki talked about how the TVA wiped the memories of the people who worked for them, right? Exactly. Including Mobius and B-15 and others. But I don't get the impression that Obi's memory has been wiped. And could it be, or do you think so? Could it be because well, they just- you say that? Well, because he remembers meeting Loki in the past. Even oh, though but it's, here's what it is. Yeah, go ahead. They had already had their memories wiped because they were working at the TVA. Yes. So there would have been no reason to wipe their memories a second time. So when Loki went to meet him in the past, I see. Okay. Then it's adding memories. It's kind of like the Flash Savitar thing, mm-hmm. like they did in season three, where basically if Barry learns something, Savitar okay. also learns that. All right. Well, so, you're talking about the Flash. Yeah. Like people know like what I'm you're saying, talking about. It's a huge plot point in season three. Okay. So it's the same thing here. Like if Ouroboros learned something in the past, he'll remember it in the future. I see. Okay, so it's possible that his memory could have been wiped at some point in the past, but now that Loki has gone back there in the past right now and explaining to him, well, this is what this is who I am. I, I'm from your future. You know, this is what I came, came here to do. I need you to figure out why I am time slipping. Yep. Okay, so that's possible. Okay. All right. So now, uh, and just going back to, you know, you explain what Ouroboros is, but yeah, we looked it up in a Norse a uh, uh, Norse mythology book, uh, definitive guide of what the definition is. I want to say, you know, say again that it is an image of a serpent or a dragon eating its own tail. So it's circular, right? So if you were to Google it, look it up, you'll see the symbol. Um, it symbolizes the cycle of life, death, and rebirth, such as the cycle of Ragnarok in Norse mythology, which will continue to repeat for eternity. It was introduced to Western culture via ancient Egyptian iconography. Similar symbols and myths can be found in ancient cultures in China, Greece, and South America. Ouroboros, all right? That's what Ouroboros is. Now, how that ties into uh, Kihi Kwan's character, I'm not quite sure, other than that he's lived for 400 years, apparently, or at least worked for the TVA for 400 years. He might be older than that. How do they not look like they age though yeah well that's well something we'll have to figure out maybe we'll they'll answer that question uh in the future episodes all right so we'll pick it up let's go to q a let's see what we have okay flash season oh, it looks like alex might have seen flash oh no flash season three's time travel was so convoluted <laughs> i think loki time travel has been better explained so far i agree with the fanatics kihi kwan is an excellent addition Yes, fits yeah, like a glove. I'll Wonderful. be honest, the whole point of having a villain from the future didn't make sense. Okay. But it does Now, let's way. not go too far off into Flash. We're yeah, I'm just going to explain Loki. it for Yeah, a go ahead. So, basically, 
you know, like I'll give you a good example, Reverse Flash. Mm -hmm. So the Reverse Flash idolized the Flash. So he ends up going into the past. And he, he tries to find the Flash, but it turns out that the Flash is Wally West and that the Reverse Flash happens to be the Flash's biggest villain. So he embraces the role and he turns out to be the one who takes down Barry's mother, which then molds him into the Flash and the Reverse Flash turns out to be his main villain. So basically, it's kind of like the timeline set already. It's like Jello in a way. It's set, but it's not permanent. You can imprint it if you'd like. So the Reverse Flash had to fill the timeline's role of going back into time to take down Barry's mother to then make Barry the Flash so that they could feud. All right. We were talking about the Flash this morning, right? And we yeah, said we that we may do planned. exactly. We should do an episode about the Flash. So we're, so we're working gonna, on that. We don't want to spend too much time talking about the Flash right now. We're going to basically compare the Flash yes. season three to the Flash movie. Said. Right, exactly. So we'll talk about that later. We'll put it together. All right, back to Loki. I agree with you. Thank you, Fanatics Blog, for being here. Yes, he is a great addition to the series. Alex, thank you for uh, complimenting my shirt. I bought it from Amazon a few months back. So it's a pretty cool shirt. I got to get some I have more. one of those. Yes, yes. Okay. But right now, I'm rocking the Star Wars merch. Okay. Very good. Key. Yes, you're no, dressed was, like a stormtrooper. I'm trying to show this. Oh, shoulder. pretty cool. It's there you go. Kind of weird when Darth it's Vader. mirrored because yeah. I'm looking at the screen. Yeah. But I like a mirror. Yeah. Got, so Keith, Vader's. you know, anyone who's I got listening Vader's to us, me. yeah, Keith is wearing a cool uh, stormtrooper shirt when he got Vader on the sleeve. Yeah, pretty cool. Vader on the yeah. sleeve and stormtroopers like, yeah. like right there. And the logo at the bottom yes. of the shirt. Okay. So. All right. All right. Okay. Ouroboros. All right. So now Ouroboros believes that time slipping doesn't exist in the TVA, but obviously it does because he just witnessed it. Uh, so he mentions that in order to fix it, Mobius needs to get a temporal aura extractor. Now, where do you get that? Well, Loki had to tell him in the past that he needed to create one. So he has a temporal aura extractor and that he needs to get it to the temple loom so the extractor can pull Loki out of the time stream. Very complicated. You know it's complicated because they repeated this multiple times in the episode. What this, you know, temporal aura extraction is supposed to do, this temple loom, you know, we're all going to, uh, temporal loom, we're all going to find out what that is very shortly. Uh, so meanwhile, Loki is, uh, while Mobius connects the oral extractor to the temporal loom, what Loki has to do is actually find a, a time stick to prune himself right at the moment when the, the loom is, uh, the, the oral extractor is connected to the loom, so that can bring him back to the present. And by the way, I thought that was kind of cool how they handled it. So basically, because like Loki's molding the jello that is the timeline in the way, because when he goes to the past and asks Ouroboros if he has that specific thing, that means. That since then he has now created that item. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Now, of course, what if this doesn't work? You know, you always want to know, okay, well, what happens if it's... By the way, they did this in The Flash. Basically, there's this item. I'm sorry. The Flash is awesome. Basically, there's this <laughs> item that exists in the past. Yeah. And if the heroes destroy it in the past, it'll let out the reverse Flash in the future. Okay. All right. 
Okay, so now what are the consequences? And you know, Marvel loves this high stakes, okay? And this is a high stake episode. All right, so if it doesn't work, you know, if Mobius goes out and tries to connect this uh, extractor and it doesn't work, he risks losing all of his skin. His skin skin gets you know, peeled off. Is like, right? Listen, Mobius, if you don't go, if you don't get back here in time, right. you're gonna lose all your skin and you'll die. And Loki, if you don't get back here in time, you're gonna be lost in the past forever. You're right. You're gonna and Mobius be in, will lose all his skin. Right. You're gonna be in a black hole. You know. Like string spaghetti, you're going to be lost forever. No one's going to know where to find you. And like they yeah. really set up tension. Oh, yeah. So Mobius is like he's outside and he's trying to set up this temporal room extractor. Yeah. But his suit's like wearing away. Yeah. And it's a heavy suit. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, he's attached to this, you know, uh, you know, I don't know, a vacuum or whatever. And he's. So one of those spacesuits that, you know, in E.T., it reminds me of the the, the guy that was going through uh, into the home and he's wearing this spacesuit and it's heavy and bulky. And he's supposed to connect the, the extractor to the loom in five minutes. OK, yeah, and, you got five minutes before yeah, he loses all his skin and die. Yeah, but he's wearing this heavy suit. Look, I have no idea. And uh, so he's like, just give Loki more time. Right, right. Come on, we gotta give him more time. Right. And yes. he's literally wasting away. Okay, so now Loki is ready. However, again, he slips. He doesn't have a time stick. Okay, so now he's somewhere else. Doesn't have a time stick. He needs a time stick so he can prune himself. Meanwhile, Mobius is out there and he connects the the, the oral to the loom. No sign of Loki. We don't know what's going on. OB is giving him three seconds to, to figure it out, or he has to close the, the doors. The, and if the doors are closed, Mobius doesn't get back, and Loki is lost forever. Of course, things work out very... Thankfully. Yes. I was actually getting kind of scared. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was very exciting. It was it like you said, it was tension filled. I love the visual effects. The music was very good. Very I mean, thank God they didn't Peter Parker us. Yeah, okay, I don't know what that means. I don't want to get into it. You know that's how be a in long that story. one final movie that I absolutely okay. despise. Mo moving on, that to they Loki. ruined all of his okay. relationships. Now, with what everybody. was interesting, Keith, about Loki? He was supposed to prune himself, but I don't think he did. He got pruned some, pruned somehow in another way. I don't know what happened. I, that part I didn't quite understand. Did you notice that? Anyway, okay. So when, uh, right at the time when uh, Mobius is heading back after he connected the 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 the, the, the extractor to the loom, um, Loki is supposed to prune himself, uh -huh. but he didn't. He didn't have it. He couldn't find a time stick. In, in fact, he was actually looking for Sylvie at the time, and I don't know what happened. But anyway, so. Everybody's fine. Loki makes it back. <gasps> Mobius is fine. He's got all of his skin. Everything is cool. All right. Now. I'm time let's, slipping. <laughs> yeah, he's time slipping right now. Okay. <laughs> all right. So that time slipping was very, very interesting. Very, very creepy. It was it was uh, painful to look at. Thank but, goodness we didn't have to stare at it for this yeah. entire season. And, and Tom. I was, I was thinking it'd be like a huge issue, but yeah. it was barely addressed. Yeah. Tom Hiddleston is a very good actor. I mean, like Tom Hiddleston, his, his facial expressions. You know, he's very physical and, and the hair whip. Yeah, the hair whip. Yeah, every time he's he, got magic. He's hair. got the hair whip. You know, nobody whips the hair better than 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 Hiddleston. Yeah, 
Okay. All right. Let's talk about the TVA a little bit. Now, um, there was a character, Renslayer. She was the Ravonna one. Ravona Renslayer. Yes, Ravona yes. Renslayer. She was in charge of the TVA in season one. Now, at the end of the season, I believe she got she away. through a time door into okay, season and, two. and we don't know where she is. It's possible she may show up um, later on in the series. But right for now, the TVA is being run by two people. There's a General Docs, who seems to be the new baddie, and I'll explain why, and then Judge Gamble. Okay? So there's a scene at the beginning of the episode where they talk where... B-15 and Mobius goes into the war room and explains to them why they stopped pruning. All right. Like, again, all these branches are expanding the timeline. You know, that means whenever you see a branch, you mean you see one or several people are now, you know, using their own free will and deviating and veering off the sacred timeline, which is a no-no according to TVA. You're not allowed to do that. Wait a minute. Doesn't that mean the Avengers are variants? Because some of the time traveling they had to do was because Loki stole the Tesseract. That's a very good... So they had to go back to try again. So aren't they technically deviating from the sacred well, time? You would think so. Because how would it be that Loki was, wasn't was supposed to take the Tesseract, but the Avengers were supposed to go back in, in time, time yeah. because Loki took the Tesseract? Like I feel like it's kind of a plot hole in that... The Avengers should have been captured by the TVA. It doesn't really matter that much to me, but it's a bit irksome. Well, it's an excellent question, and it's not actually overlooked. It was addressed. Loki asked the same question in season one when he was arrested. He said, okay, well, what about the Avengers? I mean, they went back in time, and they changed a a whole lot of stuff. And then talking about Renslayer, her response was, well, what they did was supposed to happen on the Sacred Timeline. Now, why is that? Because yeah. Loki didn't buy that. Like, well, okay, like, that well, doesn't make sense. they got away with it, but I couldn't. So Loki was not happy with that answer. <laughs> but it was addressed in season one. Yeah, yeah but it wasn't. Because it's not like they're saying that there's a reason why. It's not like they're saying, oh, well, the reason why that worked is because dot, dot, dot. Okay. I mean... Well, all right. Well, okay. So let's talk about the TVA. All right. So General Docs, let's talk about her. General Docs, she seems like the type of person to release somebody's social media info. Okay. That's what doxing is. Okay. All right. (laughs) I got it. All right. So she is against the idea of not pruning. Now, as I was saying about pruning, you know, when you pruning is actually taking a person and either eliminating them entirely or eliminating them and bringing them back to the TVA and charging them with a crime against the the sacred timeline. Well, actually, so have- I think pruning brings them to um to the doorstep of Elias. Okay. Who is then supposed to kill them? Mm, interesting. Okay. Which is weird because I don't know why they wouldn't just make it so the prude sticks are lethal. Right. But Well, regardless, if you're pruning someone, you risk endangering the lives of that people or that person right or those people who are doing the isn't that kind of the, the point deviating. though well well yes you know that's that's uh he who remains that's his plan or that's kang's plan to eliminate some people but b15 and and mobius are uh creating an argument to say well we can't because the tva lied to us 
They are not for us. They are causing more damage. They think they're doing something lawful, but they're causing more damage than, than anything else. So the pruning had to stop, right? So we had the Judge Gamble who agreed that the pruning should, should be ceased effective immediately. But General Docs is not happy with that decision. And basically, there's three sides. There's a side where, you know, they want to stop the pruning. And then there's the side where they don't want to stop pruning. And there's the side that's asleep. Yes, right. We had another. Yeah, we had somebody else in the in the war room who was just fast asleep. You know, he could care less. Um, all right. So General Docs is but now. But just took a nap. Like, yeah. I, yeah. Now General Docs is upset. That this this timeline is is out of control and no one's going to do anything about it, and she is sending an army of the Minutemen to go after Sylvie, one woman. She's sending an army to go after one person. Well, to be fair, Sylvie was a menace. Well, yes, we know we know Sylvie's history from season one. Yes, she did take out a few of them, sure, um, but more you than know, a few. yes, more than a few. But she did have a reason for it. You know, she again, was one of the persons who was uh, arrested uh, for committing crimes against the timeline, but she was a little girl at the time, right? And, you know, because of that, she lost out on living a full life. She didn't have a childhood. Um, she just lost everything, all right? Yeah. The TVA took all that away from her and erased her memory, right? But she has the gift Wait, of enchantment, she, right? Okay. Would she remember losing her memory? I, well, I don't think you remember losing your memory, but for, for Sylvie, though, she has this gift of enchantment where I believe she can actually access the memories of others. Well, from season one. So do you one. think she accessed her own memories? Because I believe, like, the way she can actually access I, yeah, memories that have been locked. Like, she did yeah. with one of those hunters where she went into her memories of being human, and that's yes. how they found out that these people had lives. That's true. That's true. That's correct. Yeah. I. That's a good question. Did, can she unlock her own memories? I don't know. That's a very good point. All right. Let's go to Q&A. Let's see what we have. All right. Alex says, maybe the Avengers going back in time was all part of He Who Remains Kang's plan, a long-term plan of sorts. That could be true. Maybe that's what Kang wanted. Yeah. I know it's hard to believe. Wait, but if that's what Kang wanted, then why would he? Why would he keep Loki from? You know, what? it makes a bit of sense now. You think if it, it is part ahead. of he who remains his master plan, then mm -hmm. that would make sense why he sent Loki to the TVA because afterwards he got pruned with Sylvie and they went to fight Elias and then they met him. But what I don't think was part of his plan was to die. You don't think you're talking about Kang? Uh, yeah, I'm you, talking about Kang. It does I, make a little bit of sense if that was he who remains his plan. Well, you know what? I think because he's so all-powerful, omnipotent, almost like a god or like a god, he knew exactly what Sylvie was going to do before she did it. He probably knew that Sylvie did not believe him and that she was going to take him out so that he that she could open up these you know uh, uh, the 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 idea of these multiple kangs all over all over the multiverse wait but I why think, would he I want think he that chaos? because that's well because he can cause 
cause chaos and be in control of the multiverse. But it's not him. Well, it's different variations of him. Right? Yeah. And okay. Well, I don't know. That's that's my opinion. And then Loki again. Your opinion is hereby invalid. Okay, thank you. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And then you know, Loki, you know, believed him, but I don't know if Loki was, you know, the other option was to run the TVA. But I think Loki wanted to just step back and say, okay, well, let's not do anything right now. Let's think this through. But Sylvie made a made a made a decision, and then this is what happened. And Loki okay. was even like, I just wanted time to think. Yes, exactly. Like right. I'll be honest, that's a very valid point. Like if I were Loki and Sylvie, I would have just said, now wait a minute, uh, hold on, let's just think. Yeah. Why are we about to kill him? Why would we assume that his words aren't true? Like, let's pretend everything he's saying is true. Maybe we could just take over the TVA and give these people back their lives. Yeah, why not? I mean, I feel like that would be a better plan. Okay, well. Know what else I like? Yeah. They didn't try to rush Loki. They meaning like the Marvel, they didn't rush Loki into like his character development. He did become a hero pretty quickly because he watched a video and now he's a good guy. But I feel like he really changed from the first episode to the six. I see what you're saying, right? After he found out his fate, you're talking about that video, yeah. You know, we okay, we took saw what took place on um. On the ship in uh, Infinity War and how he lost his life to Thanos. Yes, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Q&A. What do we have? Alex says, I agree with Keith. I would have been, it would have been better to see, uh, it would have better to be prudent than to rush in. Sylvie's actions were understandable, but a bit rushed and played into he who remains hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, I yeah. think I, I think I would have just had to take a seat. Yes, right over there and sat on the stairs. Yeah, I, you know, and, and I'm not saying what she did was wrong, you know, but she's it was it, it well, it was wrong, but she's just thinking about the life that she lost because of the TVA. I get yeah. it though, because she yeah. got, she got completely robbed of. Life basically, like the TVA took everything from her. Sure. So if I'm Sylvie, yeah, I understand why why she's so rageful and upset. Yeah. Like I'm I'm just thinking, like it does make a bit more sense, but still, I feel like she should have just stepped back and huh. and like thought through and wondered the implications of her decisions. Rather than saying no. And then taking out Kang. Got it. Speaking of Sylvie. All right. Do we have any more Q&A before we continue? Okay. Speaking of Sylvie, there was a a post-credit scene. Yes. Marvel's bringing back post-credits. Post-credit scene. Okay. In episode one, at least. I don't know if they're going to do that with every episode. Well, they did it with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier in that they had a post-credit scene like at the midpoint of the show. True. Right. Okay, so Sylvie appears in Broxton, Oklahoma in 1982. Now, Broxton, Oklahoma actually has a meaning in the Marvel comic books. It does? I ha- yes. You and I have not time, have time to actually research it, but it is connected to Thor. 
All right. So we're going to um, study it and we'll get back to you about what Broxton, Oklahoma means uh, to the series and to the, the Marvel comics, how it's going to connect. We don't know, but it does it does exist in, in, in the Marvel comics. All right. So we'll talk about that uh, when we come back talk about episode two well so she is in this broxton oklahoma 1982 and she enters a mcdonald's all right mcdonald's (laughs) why not mcdonald's i guess she wanted some golden fries no now let me tell you something now this mcdonald's in oklahoma even if it even existed in oklahoma back in 1982 i was around in 1982 there is no mcdonald's that looked like that one (laughs) in oklahoma you were around in 1982 don't be funny keith all right yeah you're being a comedian. All right. So no, the the you know, McDonald's did not look like that. That's all I could say. Keith. You were around in nineteen eighty two. Don't tease me about my age. All right, here we go. So I, I thought it was very interesting. It was a That's very the nice year looking, before Return of the Jedi came out. This it was a very nice looking uh restaurant there. So I was just what? Nineteen eighty two? Okay. Anyway, so Silly walks up to the counter. And then she asked the cashier, well, what do I do here? And he says, oh, you just order anything. And then something she said was uh, <laughs> she wanted to order something that was already dead and not with a face. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy says, oh, we got cheeseburgers, hamburgers, chicken and nuggets, whatever you want. And you could just see the look on her face because she's actually tuning out what the cashier is saying. And she's looking around at the people who are just living their lives and you're just sitting there eating something as simple as eating McDonald's food and enjoying themselves. And you she remember saw, when I said they had the sweet and sour sauce in Loki? What did you say about the sweet and sour sauce? Yeah, so basically there's this like as featured in meal that's campaigning for McDonald's and it'll have stuff that's in like Fast and Furious and Loki and other major properties. Where did you see this? McDonald's. Bro, I just said Minecraft. McDonald's. Oh, wow. So you knew this was coming? There was going to be a tie-in with yeah. McDonald's and Loki? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, how about that? And it works. Anyway, so, and then, you know, so I'm saying that uh, Sylvie's just looking around and just looking at all these people who are free to live their lives. They can sit and eat whatever they want. They can sit with whomever they want. And she's looking at a group of kids or teenagers at the table and she's really thinking about this could have been me this could have been my life before the tva took it away from me and then she turns to the cashier and says i want everything everything. i'll try everything and that's that's how it ends very very i think that was great honestly yeah Yeah. i i can't you know what i like they didn't leave us on too much of cliffhanger yeah it's only the first episode we had a lot that i didn't think would be wrapped up in one episode, but they handled it well. Yes. Okay. Who? All right. As Keith stretches. I'm not yawning. Just... All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. I guess it's late. All right. Um, I want to. Elongating. S- yeah. I, I want to say that the title of the of the episode was called Ouroboros, written by Eric Martin, directed by two directors, Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead. Very well directed. I love the editing. The, the work of Kihi Kwan and the, the banter between he and Owen Wilson uh, was wonderful. I, it's, it's, I, I hope the writing stays this way because it works very well. A lot of good one-liners, especially from Owen Wilson. You know, he's just, you know, he's been in, been in the business for many years now. So we expect 
that from him. You know, he's very, very sharp, sharp witted. And, um, you know, he, he, he makes you laugh. So I, I, w- I was very pleased with this episode and I can't wait to see episode two. Anything yeah. else you want to say? I think that's it. Okay. Let's final Q and a Alex says the post credit scene was great. And the symbolism was great. Yeah. McDonald's. I, I don't know where this is going to go. I, I do recall seeing a picture of Sylvie behind the counter. I, that's going to be interesting. I don't know exactly why she would want to work at McDonald's, but again, maybe it's just that you know she's just trying to make up for time lost, which I can understand. But she's in big trouble because the TVA is looking for her big time. All right. Do you think the TVA is really going to prune up a McDonald's? I think the TVA is very angry right now that yeah, everything is out General of control. Ducks. Yeah, everything's out of control. And then at some point, we're going to see he who remains as uh, Victor Timely. Right. Oh yeah. And we're gonna see time leak showing that up. Remember for the end of Quantum we saw Loki and movies. Exactly. In the, so uh, in the end of time. Exactly. The end of like time. Like the seventeen hundreds. Yeah. So we're at, yeah, that's right. They're gonna time travel way back. Okay. Here we go. Time travel. Comment from Alex. Yes. Lol, I would love to see Sylvie dealing with that angry customer. Well, uh, a- angry McDonald's customer. There's no such thing, Alex. What are you talking? You know about? what, Alex? <laughs> no you thing. know what would be funny. Is if Sylvie's had so much, she's had so much of this dude that she just pulls out the prune stick and is like, stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> that it, would be something Sylvie would do. You know something? Okay. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say it. I, I love McDonald's. We love McDonald's, right? You, I take ba, you and your ba, brother. Ba, ba. I take you and your. Sponsorship idea. There you go. McDonald's, are you listening? All right. So. If you're I, ever, if you're ever hungry. Why don't you drive into your nearest McDonald's, get a pack of large fries for one ninety nine, a happy meal for the youngins, right. maybe a frozen treat for the summer right. with our blue Fanta and wild cherry slushies. Right, and ten percent goes to Father Sun Galaxy. Why not? Anyway, so give what us I, money. What I was saying is, you know, <laughs> I, it's something that I enjoy doing with you and your brother, um, taking you to McDonald's, but. They do have a large menu of things. And now it's getting so complicated now to order what you want. So I'm one of those customers that will stand at the counter or at the drive-thru. It's like, uh, give me a minute. Uh, can I have a... You know, it's always fun when you get one of those give me a minute customers. Yeah, wait a minute. Give me a minute. You know, and then you like to change your order at the last minute. Okay. You know, like I'm ordering. I'm like, can I get an Oreo McFlurry? No, yeah. wait, Eminem. No, right. no, wait. I want exactly. a freeze. I want a frozen... Well, you you love to confuse me at the last minute. Oh well, you know, changing it to a, a Fanta orange. You're like, okay, come on. Anyway, that's too much about Make us. Make it to yellow. All right, so thank you, everyone. So if there are no other Q and A, this has been fun. We cannot wait to talk about episode two. Keith, where can people find us? You can find us wherever you get your podcasts, our socials, our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Fathers and Galaxy. Website, FathersandGalaxy.com. Check out our merch store, FathersandGalaxy.MarsBreadShop.com. We got hoodies to keep you warm for the fall and mugs for you to pour your hot cocoa or coffee into in the morning. And please donate to our Patreon page, Patreon.com slash FathersandGalaxy. You can donate to us. We can't do it without you. And we are also like we are really looking forward to all the fun trips we can do th- next year and 2025 yeah. Japan. Oh boy. Yeah. that That's going to be exciting. All right. So, yes. and the holidays are coming up. So, Hey, if you want a gift. Okay. Who likes egg McMuffins? Hey. 
Okay, all right. I've then, not even been allowed to eat an Egg McMuffin because mom and dad. Wait a minute, like did somebody it. ask about Egg McMuffins? Alex likes Egg McMuffins. Egg McMuffins. I've okay. never been allowed to have an Egg McMuffin. Well, are they good? I, really I don't know if that's intentional, Keith, that we're keeping you away from the McDonald's. I'm not breakfast. really interested in having an egg McMuffin, though. No, never right. Really, we, we enjoy the lunch menu. I don't think I was ever interested in eating breakfast from a place that specializes in having a lot of stuff fried and beef fat. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if the sodas are fried and beef fat. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, all the sodium and calories. Yeah, well, okay. It's, it's Look, it's a fun place. It's not but a healthy it's a, place. I'm loving it. But... And we love McDonald's, all right? So all right. look our way, McDonald's. Alex, we'll get back to you on Wednesday. Um, yeah, you know, actually, I think we 